Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Benny and Steve as we talk about the James Harden trade. James Harden was moved from Houston to Brooklyn. Ton of picks swapped uh, swapped hands, and it's uh, it's going to be exciting for the NBA, especially for the Eastern Conference, where it's all up in the air. Uh, we talk about that, and then finally, after we take a break, we talk about the NFL divisional round matchups. All four of them, all four good games. We cannot wait. We got um, <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and broken thumb Jared Goff probably playing. Takes a little lore out of it, but hey. Eight quarterbacks, four games, four good games. I cannot wait. Good matchups across the board. Without further ado, here is Benny and Steven. Benny and Steve, how are you two doing, my brothers? Deshaun Watson. Okay. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing good for a second time again every week. Okay, yeah, yeah. we're re-recording. We're doing good. We're doing good. Benny, had, Benny hemorrhaged on, on, the, on the start of the last podcast. He couldn't stop talking about Deshaun, and I said, we're not talking about a 4-12 and quarterback. So, today... We're going to, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with the massive news out of Brooklyn that James Harden, that James Harden is uh, headed, headed to New York from, uh, from Houston. And in return, Houston got a pretty massive haul of, of picks and some players. And then we're going to do my favorite part of the podcast, our picks. And this is the best weekend in football, uh, for for in a lot of people's opinion including my own i don't super wild card weekend though going forward might might take that spot i love the 10 hours sitting Woo. sitting solitary on my couch or sedita- sedentary whatever word i'm solitary? thinking of sedentary okay. lifestyle <laughs> yeah whatever uh loved watching 10 hours of football i'm gonna i'm gonna be deprived for the first three hours uh but listen it's gonna be fun so let's talk about the hardened trade here it is this is a lot so be ready Full current trade. The Rockets receive Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, Radonis Kurakis. Hmm? Don't know who that is. Three Brooklyn first rounders, 2022, 2024, 2026. A Milwaukee first rounder, 2022. And then four Brooklyn pick swaps, 2021, 23, 25, 27. So if, they ha- if Brooklyn has a worse record in any of those years and gets a higher pick, you get a pick swap. The Nets get James Harden one of the best talents of, of all time. Uh, the Pacers get Karis LeVert, really good spot for him to land. He, he probably was pissed that he was being a bench player this year. Uh, he deserves to be a starter and a second rounder. And then the Cavs, the Cavs get Jared Allen and Tareen Prince. Um, quick note here. I actually like what the Cavs are building there. If you oh, look yeah. up their starting lineup, it's literally 19 to 22 years old. And uh, if they, once they shed themselves of Kevin Love's contract, which I, I think they will do later in the year, um, they're going to have a ton of cap space. They're going to have a lot of draft picks, and they're going to have good young players. Darius Garland and Colin Sexton are, are, are a good young backcourt. Uh, Sexton's been amazing this year. The Pacers get rid of Olin Depot, who, wanted, who wants out. They bring in Levert, who has been a very good player the last couple of years, who, has, as uh, Steve Nash said, should be a starter. He just d- didn't have a place to start on that team before this trade. So he's moved here. Um, the Rockets, they get Ola Depot. Uh, who might have a career revitalization. He's been pretty meh since, since his injury, but he, he is a talented player and then a ton of picks. So we're going to see how the Rockets do with all these picks in the future. That's a, that's a phenomenal haul. But the biggest piece was James Harden headed, headed north to uh, Brooklyn, New York, to play alongside KD, Kyrie, if he ever plays again, and, uh, and uh, DeAndre Jordan. And uh, yeah, I mean, does anybody want to take this first or do you want me to give my take on James Harden there? 
Anybody? No, it's your it's um, your, it's your, Okay. Okay, you want to give it, Benny? Do you want to give it? Oh, no, I was just going to – I'll let you go. I'll okay. You go. Um, personally, on our basketball preview pod, I said that I thought the Sixers would, would trade for him, if I, if I recall correctly. Um, I, I don't know what this does for – this makes their team a lot more exciting, especially with uh, Kyrie on a – you know, he's taking a break for, for some reason. I don't know. He, he might not come back this season. My, my worry is here is that – you have two players now with Kyrie and Harden who are ball dominant guards, especially Harden. And uh, they have not proven before that they can actually play off ball effectively. Kyrie has never had to uh, in, in Cleveland when he didn't have the ball and it was LeBron uh, he wouldn't move and LeBron would kick it to him. If he get open, he was terrible at it in Boston. That's one of the reasons they were happy when he left. And he, I mean, he hasn't really shown much in Brooklyn with Harden. I've never seen it from him because he's been this, otherworldly score but i don't think that offense will work if they're planning to just stand around when they don't have the ball um i don't think that they're going to just stand around and not have the ball but my big concern here is they don't have a defense at all james harden is a better defender than he's given credit for but he's still a middle of the pack at best Kyrie's never been anything special and then kd has shown flashes of being an elite level defender but um if he's your if he's your anchor uh you know, that's probably a, that's probably a problem. The biggest problem is having DeAndre Jordan, who is now going to be forced to play upwards of 25 minutes a game. And DeAndre Jordan shouldn't be on a roster. And if he is, he should be getting, you know, five to eight, five to 10 minutes a game. He's just going to have problems guarding everybody. And I understand that their hope, their hopefulness is that their offensive powers will offset the crap on defense that they're going to be doing. Because also they have what, Joe Harris, right? Joe Harris can't guard anything, but he can hit every three if he's open. And he's going to get a lot of open threes with how this, yeah. with how this offense is ran. Um, they're hoping that the offense can outpace the, the defense of underperformance, which makes sense, right? You have, you have two of the best scorers of all time, if not the best scorers of this era, right? There, I, would, I would probably put them – I'd put Harden first, KD second, and LeBron third probably of, the, of this era. Uh, and then you have Kyrie who's shown that he's been an elite offensive player for, for the last fifth or not 15 years for the last five or six years. Um, if Kyrie comes back again, that's a big question mark. Does Kyrie come back? James Harden. I respect it. I respect it. He showed up fat. Uh, it's, it's truly amazing of how hard he wanted to get out of Houston. And then he did that. Oh, yeah. Then he did that speech yesterday. Uh, yep. And Boogie did the speech this morning about how he couldn't, how he couldn't deal with it. I love, I thought it was great. James Harden props to you, man. We and never- John wall too. Yeah. Calling him out. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's, it's pretty spectacular. I'm assuming he's going to get in shape now. <laughs> he's in yeah, hopefully. He, yeah. You know what I wonder? Like, it, you know, if those, if those guys like John wall, DeMarcus Cousins and all the other players on the team, you know, like, do they are they actually like pissed at him? Are they like especially guys like PJ Tucker, or like the guys that have played for him, played with him for a while? You know, are they actually pissed at him? Or, I feel like Boogie's pretty understand? straightforward with like his feelings. He's been that way since Sacramento. He's pretty blatant and like says what he feels. So I think if he says that and he in an interview, it looks like he's pretty serious. So I, I think yeah. honestly, everyone everyone actually probably hates him. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're probably right. Uh, here's one thing I I like about this trade. I think that is a uh, underrated aspect of it is the Harden and D'Antoni uh, ah, the re- the re- reunion. reunion, you know, so the uh, re- man, 
Well, they were saying, uh, they, they said, you know, D'Antoni might be kind of like the offensive coordinator for the Nets or something, right? Um, he's got all the, everything you could ever want offensive-wise, right? I think it's just up to Steve Nash to, you know, motivate uh, his players to play some defense. And, um, I mean, sheesh, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know how to work in the playoffs. I, I agree with you. They'll win a lot of games in the regular season. Um, but I think that, I mean, I know defense is, is, is a question mark. I wouldn't be surprised the, if Kyrie doesn't end, win this year. That's my little hot in take. And it's about getting buckets, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know what changed in the last day to where they decided that they're going to go through with this because I know that this yeah. trade has been sitting on the table for a while. They said uh, they had not. to do it today. Like it had to get done today. It was like all the reports, like they, the deal was going to be done no matter who it was. They're going to get them traded. And I today. feel, I feel like this me, wow. I, I feel like it's a sign that they don't think Kyrie's coming back. Yeah, I, it could I actually be. believe it could that be. because they want to make Katie happy because they hope that he stays there past his contract. And if you're wasting a year where Kyrie says, I'm not playing and, uh, <laughs> you're going to put KD around with these guys. Now the team wasn't bad without Kyrie. And if it's just KD and the role players, but it's still, you're not winning a championship. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's so, a little hot take. I would be, I now I wouldn't be surprised if Kyrie comes back, but I kind of feel like this is a uh, preemptive to where they're shutting him down or, or something because he has been nothing I but a head case. The, yeah. What? I feel like it's a, it's, it's a, it's a insurance. No, I think it was the other know? thing that Harden was such a head case there. and was purposely being destructive. Like, like when you're at a job and you're like, I'm kind of over it when you're younger and you just want to get fired Maybe. instead of quitting. This, but it, but that is value. Could this be designed by the Nets? No, the, no, because the Nets? no, because they got more build, build up Karis Levert's value. No, maybe a little no, bit. Benny, the <laughs> Rockets know. got the Rockets got the biggest trade haul of all time for James Harden just now, which is well deserved. He's he deserves that. But it's, it's worth it. not like yeah. him showing up fat or him being an asshole or him doing all this affected his trade value at all. He they just because well, he's so got, good. Yeah, no, 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 not, not Harden. No, but Harden, I'm just, I mean, I, no, I'm just saying the Rockets were just over it. The, the, Rockets the Rockets were just over everything. But the Rockets don't care about any of those players coming in. Oladipo. No, they don't. They don't. They, don't, they only care about the picks. That's what matters. Well, so they, the Rockets get Oladipo. Uh, did they get? They got. Sorry, let me bring it back. Oh, Exum, Exum, and and Kurix. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah neither those. Okay, neither of those players are going to play. Here's the thing. I just want to say something about all, all the different sides of this. The Rockets. You're right. Oladipo can be a really good player. You know, he, he can be an all-star. Um, and I think that obviously they're not going to compete, but it, it gives them, um, you know, he can't some, be an all-star. some assets. He can't be an all-star, it, I mean, not in the West. Eh, I don't know. It gives them some assets going forward, right? Um, and for, for the rebuild, because we know they got to do that. Well, uh, Depot is on a is on a contract year, so they can trade that off, and they will move that. I will. I almost positive that that will be moved by the deadline. They'll get more. That's what I'm saying a- assets, dude. It's like it's like yeah. the, the Thunder. They're, they're gonna yeah. pull a Thunder. So, so you know? my point though, they probably get rid of John Wall too eventually. The James Harden needed to be moved. If he was forced to be moved today, like like what was that you, Stephen, that said that? If he was forced. I don't think they get what they got because they got basically potentially seven picks for james harden and uh i think they just set a self-imposed deadline they're like because they've been dealing with the trade rumors for a long it's like either we're gonna trade you today james or we're gonna keep you for the rest of the season you're just gonna have to deal with it and actually show up to practice and play so they're just saying like a self-imposed deadline philly philly was not offering the picks which is why they didn't do it i think what they were offering was probably ben simmons and uh 
and Maxi or whatever whatever his name is, who, who's played very well the last few games for for them. Yeah. But he's kind of an unknown. And so if they do that trade, you're you're still trying to compete. So it's clear what their what their uh, philosophy is going to be. They're going to be a very bad team for a while. John Wall's been playing decent, uh, yeah, but, but it doesn't matter. They they're I gonna mean, they're gonna tank. Here's the thing: those Brooklyn first rounders and Milwaukee, Milwaukee twenty two, Brooklyn twenty two. Those are those are going to be late picks. Those are be late first rounders. Yeah, one hundred percent. 24 and 26, I guess. 24 if if KD and Harden, Kyrie all leave by then, which is worst case scenario for Brooklyn. They'll all be old too. Yeah, I mean, 24 will probably still be a late pick though. Like they'll, but 26 that might be an early pick. Think about okay, it. we can't that's, project that's, down your, down four years. Team players move teams all the time. That is literally four years from now. If these okay. players all stay together, all on supermax, are you sure that the team still wants to be in cap hell pain? Yeah. Hundreds of millions of luxury tax? I don't think so. This 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 time last year, we didn't think James Harden would be requesting a trade to yeah. the Nets. So the only <laughs> the only good the only bad picks here, if the quote unquote bad picks, is the Milwaukee first rounder in twenty twenty two likely, and then the third and 22. then the, the twenty twenty two Brooklyn pick, and yeah. then also the twenty twenty one pick swap between Brooklyn and Houston because yeah, Houston have the worst record the next season. Um, yeah, but yeah, this the. The other team that was in this was Philly. They weren't going to offer these picks. They, they, they've said that. They said yeah. they wouldn't offer Ben, but it's clear Ben was involved, but uh, the team wanted the picks and not the player. And so yeah. uh, I what think – What do you think about uh, Karis LeVert uh, going to Indiana? You think uh, – doesn't do anything. Indiana's going to – I mean, I mean, obviously they're not going to win the East, but do you – I mean, how big of a step do you think he makes? I think he's a little better than Nolan Depot. Okay. They're seven and four, right? They're seven, right? Let me look. They're, yeah, they're seven and four. They, they, yeah. they. I like their coach. I don't know what his last name is. Nate Bukorjuren. He, they've, they've been playing well. Jorgen. Um, yeah, whatever Jorgen. it is. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. That is a that is a, a Russian name or a Nor- <laughs> Norwegian name. Yeah, so what they they got uh, Sabonis, Brogdon, Lavert. Miles Turner, uh, but Miles Turner, Turner showed that he wants out. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what that does. I think. I mean, obviously, that doesn't that part of it. If Karis LeVert plays to his potential, he'll be a near All Star caliber player. So mm-hmm. they might have done out well. And plus, Olin Depot has wanted out for a while. So I think they're they're probably the the, the flat out winner of it for now, in my opinion. It's wild to say because the Nets are getting James Harden, but um, they really gave up nothing and they got rid of a guy that they don't really want and they replace him with a young a young guy that has shown sparks of being really good so mm-hmm. um it's going to be interesting to see how the nets work and uh that's that's really what i'll say okay. the final point here is the nets are now the second favorite to win the finals after the lakers i got one um, more question about this deal though yes with the Cavs, what did the Cavs contribute to this uh this deal Dante Exum? I think they gave up the Milwaukee first rounder. The Milwaukee first rounder. Okay. And I think Exum too, but he's not really. They needed to get them salaries to match. So you needed salaries. It's a money thing. It's a money thing. But I feel like the Cavs made out like bandits if they give Milwaukee first round pick, which is going to first, it's guaranteed going to be late. It's basically Uh, Allen for the first round. Dante Exum for, yeah, yeah, Jared Allen and Torian Prince. I mean, hmm, maybe, maybe, maybe they're going to move, uh, Andre Drummond, I don't know. They just re-signed him. 
Oh, they just resigned him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. He it's plays Kevin good Love. enough, and and they need they need to take up space with contracts because they have so many young guys. Yeah. Yeah. So now the the uh, the final thing I'll say here about this before we take a break and then do our football picks is the Nets are now the favorite in the East. The Nets have legitimately no depth, uh, and they're and they're the the. <laughs> They want to win a title, right? That they're they're yeah. they're title or bust. You look at the matchups here. If who they play in the finals, the only team from the West that looks like they're going to go to the finals is the Lakers, in my opinion. And so, you're telling me that this team can beat the Lakers? Uh, well, if you have DeAndre Jordan, they're going to get somebody buyout because they have cap room to be able to wiggle with buyouts and a mid-level exception. So they're going to get somebody. But you look at the players that are projected to be bought out or, or be free agents that they can pick up. They have like three roster spots they need to fill. It's not going to be a big man. And if it is, it's not going to be one that will get – it's not going to be a guy that can play defense, right? Um, I, I don't have the list in front of me, but it's mostly guards. Like Shumpert, Isaiah Thomas. Um, they don't need Isaiah Shumpert. Thomas. I, I know they don't, but it's like though these—that's the people that are that are available yeah. to be. You just named the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's no, there's no big men out there. Uh, Joe Kim Noah is he coming back? Right? Is that, no, like that is not a good. That's not going to work. So their goal is a championship or bust. If they play the Lakers, Anthony Davis might average forty-five points, and the again the idea is you offset that by just being able to score at will. We have to see how Kyrie and KD or Kyrie and Harden and KD mesh together and it's going to work because they're all elite talents, but is it going to work to the, to the, to that caliber, that degree to where they can take down the Lakers? I don't think so. And uh, that's why I probably would. I mean, Dinwiddie turn his ACLs uh, was a, was a major Big blow loss. to them because yeah. uh, that was, you know, part of, part good, of the part of good the and bad thing. <laughs> I mean, it's a good Wait. thing. If you're saying it's James Harden, you get James Harden now, but I think it's a bad thing. Cause it killed no, no, good thing. Cause they probably would have had to trade him in that deal. Yeah. He, if he was healthy. Moved. That's oh, true. He would have been part of it. So, um, yeah, I guess they keep Bless, him. blessing in disguise. I guess. Yeah, I guess you keep him for next year. But uh, I don't know what happens. I think that this makes that team very fun to watch and appointment viewing if it wasn't already. But uh, it's going to be interesting because how long does it take for James Harden to play himself back into shape? Because he's uh, in bad shape. Like he's in actually horrific shape for for an NBA athlete. How did these? Well, before we take the break and before you answer that question, Luca also came to camp or came is playing pretty hefty the season ended like a month and a half ago yeah how do you get that eastern europeans do they get fat it was so quick well, it's hard to do it's been it's been two months they gained like 30 pounds it's, it's impressive I know, but joke did the same thing last season he was like really fat coming into it yeah they and then he lost weight before the bubble right yeah well what luca's doing it's like what Shaq was doing in the mid 2000s where Shaq would show up super out of shape and then play himself into shape through the first couple of months of the season. <laughs> the only difference though, is those seasons back then ended in June and they didn't start back up until October. This season ended in, uh, when did this season end October? Yeah. October. And it's, it's or November is it's one of the, it's like late or yeah. late October, early November. And it was it only started, a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. So it's not been, it's not been an off season. So I don't know. It's impressive. Um, but yeah, the Nets are going to be fun. I think. Hey, I don't question. think that. I don't think that this puts them over the, over the habitual or the is that the word habitual line? I don't know. Don't mm-hmm. know the word. 
yeah, yeah. O- that isn't the top or whatever. Um, so the Nets have done nope. this in the past, right? Okay, don't bring that up. And if you are going to bring that up, the difference is all those players were old as shit when the Nets traded for. Yeah, them. they were old as shit, yeah, and they yeah. weren't as good. But what if what if two of them leave in the future? Yeah, that can happen. Yeah, in a couple years. Your mic's making noise, Benny. Sorry. You're good. Um, well, I mean, that's that's the thing with the Clippers, too. The Clippers have totally given up their future for Kawhi and Paul George, and they signed George to that big contract. Is Kawhi going to want to play there, <laughs> like, after next year? We'll see. Or is this, does he have an opt-out this year? I think he might have an opt-out this this, this coming off season. Not um, sure. They better treat him right. Yeah, and that's the problem. They've, they've they, With a team like that, they want a championship. They're not going to get it. The Clippers are not a great team. They don't look good. They just – they they look mentally weak and uh, and I don't I don't think they have the firepower to compete with a couple teams in the West, let alone beating the Lakers. And then so they have a problem because they give all, all the picks up to OKC, right? So they they're going to be yeah, in yeah. hell if Kawhi leaves. They're going to be a bad team. They're going to move George too. They'd have to at that point because they need to recoup some picks. You have a long term contract, but that's a different different point than the Nets. If the Nets lose Kyrie, which honestly I would not I would actually not be surprised if Kyrie retires really early because he doesn't like attention. Uh, he doesn't like the, the media. It, it seems like it gets to his head. And uh, it's unfortunate because I, I, I did like Kyrie for a long time. I just think that he's been a, he's been pretty detrimental to his last three places he's been at so far. And uh, I don't know how many times you give him a chance as, as a player, uh, make it that caliber. And then KD, KD looks great. He looks great, right? He's came off the yeah. the Achilles and he's been yep. he's been pretty much what he was. There's still there's a little it's a little different. It's not not really it's not noticeable unless you really are watching. Like he's not he's not quite as quick and but he's close. It's he looks great. He's uh, still a unicorn. Yeah, he's it, it it seems like he's gonna be the first one to break the the curse of like the Achilles being a being like the widowmaker and ending your career. Um, but still, you know, he's he's not he's not a spring chicken. And then Harden is also 30. And if this doesn't work, if they don't win a championship, I don't think you can expect them to be back for the next two, three years. I together. think they just got to hold on to KD and Harden going forward. You know, I yeah. Mean, if, if Kyrie ends up being a lost cause, you know, then I guess that that's that's just the price they pay, you know, to have, you know, Harden yeah. and KD those caliber guys and and that's not a death sentence since if they you know if they lose Kyrie do you it's think probably good if they if they can get rid of the money you know I mean not not trade him but like if he opts out you know they're still gonna be in cap hell because they have two super max players so it's like it's still gonna regardless of having Kyrie is good to have because you're in the luxury tax already uh doesn't really make a yeah. difference but it's it's trading it's, it would be the best option because you you have to match salaries though still probably. yeah exactly well that's what I'm saying that's that's what I'm saying you get you players you get, get players you get players, yeah. Okay, well, we'll see how it works. I don't know when they are scheduled to first play. Um, when when Harden's scheduled to first play, and when Kyrie will be back if if he is back. But uh, that'll definitely want to watch be, it. That'll definitely be a fun game to watch. Yeah, it works. What if James Harden looks in insane shape his first Next game? Next game, he just comes out ripped. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's like I was wearing I was wearing a fat suit. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's gonna be fun. So okay, uh, with that being uh, I said, saw a funny tweet. It's not a funny tweet that Brooklyn uh, strip clubs are ooh, licking their chops, baby. Uh, not a good strip club scene in Brooklyn. Hey, you have to know. have tops on. If I have to go to New Jersey, 
Yep, they're not topless. Oh, good call. Okay, go to Jersey. Mm-hmm. Jersey strip clubs, looking at shops, baby. Brano's. Okay, well, thank you, boys. We're going to take a break. A little basketball talk. Listen, that's when uh, our podcast is going to be very basketball-centric in a couple of weeks, and uh, we, need to, we need to do a little better on <laughs> Our knowledge. I think I said, I think I said some stupid hey, shit. There, I've been, hey, I've been watching way more basketball this year, uh, only as a result of uh, your crippling gambling addiction. Crippling gambling addiction. Yeah. So. Uh, I w- I watched quite a bit of basketball too. I haven't watched as much as I wish, but uh, I'm gonna. I probably watch more than you, honestly. Probably. Um, I watch. Yeah, probably. I've watched every Lakers game. That's that's basically the extent to where I've where I've been very dedicated. I've watched. A bit of every Lakers game, at least. So, uh, but basketball is going to be the main thing of this podcast when uh, football season's over. But we're still going to talk about a lot of football, including divisional round football games. Four of them. We got the matchups, baby. Super division. Super divisional round. Divisional round. We'll be right back. Coors Light. I'm drinking one of these right now before we go to break. Let's ch- chug the rest of this one. Ready? Count me down. Yep. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Ah, beautiful beer chug. Okay, boys, break, and then we're going to do NFL division wrap. Hello, everybody. On uh, this break of uh, backseat quarterbacks, formerly Sports with Sterling, I'd like to take a moment to recognize how good Coors Light, them 16 ounces, them silver bullets are. And uh, if you're thinking about buying me a gift for, for my birthday coming up in April, a couple months from now, I'll take a case of those. How about that? Back to the show. We are back. And here we go. Let's get right into it. The divisional round. We're going to go in order of games being played. Our Saturday afternoon game is the Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. Um, Packers are six and a half point favorites. The over under is 45 and a half. Very low over under. Lowest of the week by almost five points. For obvious reasons. You either are going with the guy that broke his neck last game and John Wolford. Or the guy that doesn't have a working thumb on his throwing hand in Jared Goff. I think the thought process here is that the Rams defense is elite, which it is. And can this Rams defense slow down Goff like they did Wilson last or slow down uh, Rogers like they did Wilson last week? Personally, I don't think so. So I'm taking the Packers and I'm taking the Packers to cover. Oh, before, before you guys pick. So last week, um, Overall, like on our picks, I was five and one, Benny three and three, Steve four and two. But against the spread, I was two and four. Benny was three and three. Steve was two and four. So somehow Benny had the worst record, but actually won. So <laughs> go to hell. Should have should have trusted my picks on the uh on the Can you do side. that this week? Can you trust your picks and actually bet on what you pick? Yeah, I will. I will. Because they're kind of disingenuous to the people that listen to this. I tell you, I you speak of how you're doing so well on your picks, and then it gets to your betting, and you're just you're trash. So how about you? Uh, that's picks? not true. That's not true. Did you pay the last week? Wasn't up? a bad week. Did you? Uh, were you up? Were you in the green? Sir, sir, Sterling, Sterling knows part of it. I no, I was slightly in the red. But hey, <laughs> keyword slightly, slightly, slightly. <laughs> um Okay, so I have the Packers this game. I, I think it'll actually be a pretty good game, but I, I do believe the Packers will. I think the magic number here for for uh, Green Bay to win is probably 21, 24 po- 21 to twenty four points. I don't I don't see a way in which the Rams the Rams score more than that. Uh, the X factor for the Rams will be Acres if he has a game like he had against Seattle. Maybe they have a puncher's chance, but it's just unfortunate that they don't really have a quarterback that's operational. And so if they win this game, I would be I would be shocked. And this is going to be 
one of the legs of a lot of teasers in, in, in the country, you get the Packers at half a point. So then you have to just find something to match up with. Give me the Packers. Benny? I agree. I think the Packers are going to win the game. Um, I'm interested, really interested to see Jalen Ramsey, I imagine, covering Devontae Adams. Um, I mm-hmm. think that Devontae Adams, uh, in my mind, toughest receiver to cover in the league. I think that, you know, he's not one of those physical freaks like, uh, you know, DK, who's not as good of a receiver at all, obviously. But I thought you were going to say Nikhil Harry, physical freak. No, no, no. No, he's he, – I. The reason why I love Devontae Adams is because he's he's not a physical freak. I think, like, his 40 was, like, underwhelming when he was coming out. Uh, you know, it, it's later in his career. He, he's, he's, he's a veteran, but he's just – I mean, his release, his freaking route running, everything, it's just – it's amazing. And the rapport with Rodgers. Uh, I think that – The rapport. They'll be – yeah, good rapport. I think that they'll be able to still score points. Um, I'm a little worried about um, their offensive line with uh, losing David Bakhtiari and they signed a, uh, I believe Jared Veld uh, here and he is out with COVID. He just got signed and he's boom, he's out. So I don't know uh, who will be playing, um, who will be filling that spot, but I think they'll still be able to score points. Um, and yeah. So give me the Packers. Will they cover the spread? Um, that's a tough one. I am going to say, they do not cover the spread. I think they a lot of confidence in that pick right there. No, it, it's it's tough. Dude, I do here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, if I just don't think they're gonna be able to easily score on the Rams, they'll be able to score enough though. And and will the Rams be able to um match them? No. Uh, I think that they will be playing a kind of keep away style from Aaron Rodgers like you see other teams do against Patrick Mahomes. But I think the, the uh, Packers will still win in Lambeau, um, but it'll be close for sure. For sure. That's a, that's a sure. mini guarantee right there. Now, I talked talk sure. myself into it. I talked myself lock into it. it. Lock it in. Lock it in. Okay. Uh, Steven? Yeah. Uh, out of every game this week, I feel like this is the most lopsided game. I don't think yeah, the Rams really? are even close to on par with the Packers. What? I don't, I don't think this is going to be a close game. Here's, here's, I think they're going to win by the touchdown. I think if if the if the Rams had a healthy Jared Goff, they don't. They would. They, no, I'm saying say he didn't snap his thumb week 16, right? I think they would be a very dangerous team right now because of that defense. I I think you know we're talking about who can go into Lambeau and beat the Packers before the before the playoffs. Um, Week 16, I would have said the, the Rams. Or week 16 before that injury, I would have said the Rams. The Rams are the most dangerous team to the Packers. Now they don't have Jared Goff. Obviously, he has a broken thumb, and it's going to be 20 degrees. That's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah weather weather forecast for that is a high of 34, a low of 20. It'll be about 34 to 30 degrees. So Exactly. Yeah. And that doesn't help having a broken thumb. Yeah. Now that we're back into reality in land. <laughs> can, he, can he just stick it in snow and get it numb real quick? Just get it game? numb. I mean, yeah, there won't be much. Uh, it'll still be swollen, actually. Little polar plunge before he throws the ball. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wolford getting hurt kind of screwed them, and I think that I, I agree with you, Stephen. I know Benny rudely interrupted you. You haven't talked. No, no, I want to hear the rest of Stephen's take. Let's hear hear the rest rest of of yours. Yeah, yeah. If if we just live and imagine it, uh, Aaron Donald might not be 100% coming back. Some of the players are injured. Beer opening for that one, Aaron. Come on. 
So come on, Aaron. Packers win, and and they cover the spread. They win by a touchdown. It's a lock it in. I like that. Wow, lock. I like it. Um, next game, the the night game on Saturday is Raven. Is the Baltimore Ravens at the Bills? The Bills are three point favorites. The over under is fifty. I'm giving. I'm picking the Bills. I'm saying they're covering. Um, first and foremost, you know, as I said last podcast, credit to Lamar winning your first playoff game. I wasn't impressed. They put up twenty points against one of the worst defenses in the league. That they stalled for a bit there. Uh, again, only 20 points. That's not going to do it against Buffalo. And you have a better defense in Buffalo. You have a better offense in Buffalo. And it might snow. Uh, Saturday's forecast is a high of 36, a, a low of 30. Lamar's never played in the snow, he said. That's very impactful. Um, they don't got snow in Louisiana? I will say a <laughs> snow game, I would believe, would benefit the Ravens, though. I don't think a snow game benefits them. I think it benefits the team pounds. that plays in the snow. I think, it, Yeah, I think it benefits the team that actually, like, practices and, and has played in cold it weather. It gets cold in Baltimore. It gets cold in Baltimore. Although, actually, that does make sense. Uh, Lamar, he might not be able to cut as well. He's going he's gonna to try to cut the first time. He's going he's gonna to get blasted. They're going to have to be uh, bringing Trace McSorley to throw us the balls after he gets blasted. It's cold in Baltimore, but it does not get Baltimore – or it does not get Buffalo cold in Baltimore. Right now in, in Baltimore, here's the forecast – yeah, nowhere in the United tomorrow, States gets Buffalo and Green Bay cold. That's why yeah, those are, nobody lives there. Yeah, that's why no one lives there. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm not impressed with what Baltimore did last week. I think that putting up tw- – good good job getting the win. I'm impressed with the defense. I'm not impressed with, with Lamar and the offense. Putting up 20 points against a terrible defense doesn't really, uh, you know, stoke fear into me about me thinking the Bills are going to win this game. Uh, the Bills played – one of their worst games in the in the, over the last like, couple of months against that Colts team, but I don't think there was ever a doubt that they were going to win that game, unless you were just a Bills fan that hasn't seen a playoff win for twenty years. It's same with the Browns, right? You didn't think that even when the Browns were up twenty eight zero, you're like they're going to screw this up. It's probably the same thing with the Bills. Yeah. Anybody that didn't have a rooting interest though was like, yeah, the Bill, the, the you weren't expecting Philip Rivers to you know <laughs> drive down and get the win, so. And I also think the Colts are a better team than the than the Titans. Also, with 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 who they played, I know that they you know the Titans won the division and stuff. But there's a game plan against the Titans there that I that I don't think you can institute against the Colts. So with that with all that info, I'm saying give me the Bills, give me them covering the over of fifty. That's going to be close. I think that the Bills put up about thirty points though. And so if you're not gonna if you're gonna the best bet here, if you think the Ravens are going to win, and I said this, I also said this in the last podcast, if you think the Titans are win, or actually, no, I was right about that. If the Titans win, bet the over. They didn't win. I bet the over. <laughs> and so I was wrong because I thought they would win. If you think the Ravens are going to win in this game, you bet the over. That is the best bet here. Uh, you can no, bet, I disagree. bet a money line. I mean, 100% disagree. How, 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 if the Ravens win, it's going to be an ugly lower scoring they game. They're not going to because... stop the Bills. No, no, no. Here's the thing you if it's a high scoring game, the Bills are winning a shootout. You can't stop the Bills receivers. We'll, we'll come back to this conversation on Sunday night. You're so going to be like, wow, the Bills scored 35 points. The Raven, you, the Bills offense is, is an unstoppable force. Okay. Okay. So if the Bills and the Chiefs meet, what, what do you got over under there? 200 points? It's going to be like 60, right? 
30, 30 a team? It will be like 60. Yeah, I mean, the, well, the next game we talk about, Browns-Chiefs, it's 57 and a half. So I'd assume the Bills or Chiefs-Bills would be 60. Here's what I think. I think uh, what games hit the hit the over this week? Maybe, maybe uh, for sure the Browns game. For sure the Browns-Steelers game. But maybe Tampa Bay. Maybe the Tampa Bay game, that was the other one. I feel like all the other games were under games. I think the defense steps up in the playoffs. Let me look here. Um, I, I I would I know for sure the Saints game hit the under. Um, Seahawks Rams game that may hit the under. over. That hit the over by eight points. Uh, really? The Bills Colts game was a push. Yeah, it was a push. Okay. Tampa Bay Washington was the over. Bears Saints under. was the under. Brown Steelers over. Ravens Titans under. So it was under. like three and three. Okay. Or okay, split. Yeah. Split. yeah. Um, I I just. I disagree. I think that if the Ravens win, it's going to be a, a lower scoring game. I think that in a shootout, the Ravens aren't going to keep up. Um, that doesn't sound good for the Ravens because I don't think they can stop the Bills' offense. I don't think anybody can. Yeah, I mean, Bills covering. Benny, give me your pick. I I think that I think that the Bills are going to win this game because um, the the Ravens' defense they tend to. You know, they tend to play man coverage, and I think that um, that helps out Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. It helps out Stephon Diggs because I, I know he can beat man coverage, but I think it helps out Josh Allen because there's going to be room to run. So, and that's what, you know, he's really good at. So, or, you know, he's better at, uh, than most quarterbacks. So, I think the Bills are going to win. They're balanced. Um, the, the Ravens, you know, they're, they're still scary, though. Uh, like I said, I think that the way they win this game is they – they run all over the bills and they hold on to the ball. And um, yeah, so if they win, I think it's a, a low scoring game, but if, uh, if this game goes as planned, I'd say the bills win and they cover, you know, why I'm not that scared before you go, Steven, is this is who the Ravens have played in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, six weeks. They put up 34 against the Cowboys t- bottom, Pure defense, 47 against the Browns. It's Lamar's a freak, man. You never 40 know. 40 against the Jaguars, 27 against the Giants, 38 against the Bengals. And then they play their first good team in about a month, and it's the Titans, and they put up 20. Hey, Lamar's won his first playoff game. Uh, you don't know what happens from here. He, he's he's a freak, His numbers dude. weren't good, though. Like, the, his number – he you everybody watched that game, right? He He's not the reason they won. The defense is the reason they won. If he puts those numbers up this week, okay, they're not winning the game. Okay, so if their defense plays just as well as they did last week, and offense. he has a better game, uh, better offense, and he has a good game, he hasn't then... had any good games this year. He has very few good games. He's been he's been a very all right mediocre quarterback this year, right? Yeah, Lamar Jackson has had no good games this year. He had yeah, a terrible, that's a good he had a take. really bad season. Let's get Steven's take. He had a really bad season. What are you talking about? Lamar had a really bad season. Lamar he, Jackson, he won no good games. Season. You, you heard a, it here first, folks. He won a unanimous MVP last season, and he is not on anybody's radar as being a uh, you know a top five guy in MVP. Bro, who? How many people have won back to back MVPs? I'm not asking, Benny. I'm not. You conflate the wrong things. I'm not saying win back to back MVPs. I'm saying, hey, have a good season. Be be on the radar of being an All Pro quarterback. They made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. According to your standards about Deshaun Watson, I think that's a pretty good season. I think he's better than Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I said that. I believe you're going to remove that. Lamar's not four and twelve. There's my there's my argument. He's not four and twelve. 
Any anything else? Hotshot, Brainiac, Jimmy Neutron. You got anything else? Four and twelve. Well, that's a different take from uh, what you said before the podcast. You Lamar said, had a bad. Yeah, of course, Deshaun Watson's better than Lamar Jackson. He can throw, and Lamar can't. I did not say that. Let's move on. I did not say that. I said Lamar is better than Watson. He wins games. That's what I said. So, regardless, uh, you, you're going to take you're taking the Bills here though, and you're hey, still defending Lamar. Put, put, you're taking the Bills yeah. to cover, but you're saying Lamar Lamar's had this awesome season. No. Why are you taking the Ravens? Be a man. Don't be a coward. Be a man. No, I'm taking the, the bill. It's a it's a three point spread, right? I'm taking the Bills to cover. Why wouldn't that. you just take the Ravens money line? Come on, be a man. Don't be a coward. Hey, you know what? I will I will parlay uh, Ravens money line and the under to put the money where my mouth is. So you're taking the Ravens. No, I'm not. I will. I will. I will. So I you're will picking. A, you're you're gonna bet against your picks yet again. You always <laughs> lose. You're not Sterling. taking the Ravens. Bet the Ravens though. So you're taking the Ravens. That's what we're gonna do here. Nope. Bills and the Bills cover. You're taking the. You're betting on the Ravens. You just said. Nope. I I, I might I might for the hell of it just in case. I don't okay, know, so you're I, picking the Ravens. We're not gonna let the, <laughs> the listeners get uh, get get through with your. No, you're I'm not the picking Ravens. the Ravens. Who are you I'm betting taking, on? Taking. I'm taking the Bills and the Bills to cover three points. So you are okay. betting Bills minus. Out of spite for you, I would place a bet, money line, on the oh, money line parlay Ravens and the under because I think that's the only way they win is if it's an under game. So you're picking, you're betting on the Ravens. I could 100% be wrong, but no, I'm not. You just I'm, said you were. Uh, for the sake of this podcast, I am taking the Bills hey, and the Bills taking? covering. Can I mute Benny? Can I uh, can I mute him? I'm taking the stop asking me questions. I'm taking the Bills, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna take that spread, Sterling. We're gonna take it minus seven and a half. We're gonna get plus two hundred seven. I like that. Sterling just I muted like me. That. I like that. That's a ju- that's a juicy. And now I'm under. Like that bet. <laughs> that's a juicy bet. Steven, can you expand a little more? Because Benny is so rude today because he's a drunk. He's belligerent. <laughs> he's belligerent today. Uh, I think I think Buffalo's defense is going to step up. They played a harder defense last week. And I think they're going to do better this week. Uh, Lamar's not going to out throw Josh Allen to save his life. I don't care about the snow. Who's going to tackle Josh Allen then? He's a big boy. He's a big Wyoming big guy. boy. He's a big guy. Yeah. He's going to – it's going to be – I think this is going to be – in my eyes, and this is gonna be the funnest game to watch this week. So, I I like the Bills. I like them. I like them more than the spread. So, I agree with that. Takes. Uh, I like that take, Stephen. I, I and I appreciate you for not getting pissed off when I interrupt you rudely. I'm very sorry about that. But I also appreciate you for selling me the real estate in Sterling's brain. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cheap. Stephen's a real estate <laughs> agent, and he was my agent when I bought the. Uh, I bought the real estate in, in Stern's. <laughs> I don't know why he keeps cutting out. Me. He wants yeah, some Wi-Fi. Is he going to type in the chat box? Um, okay. <laughs> no one can see that, Benny. <laughs> yeah, nobody can see the chat box. We're going on to Sunday games. Sunday games are as follows. We got the Browns and Chiefs early. Uh, the Chiefs are, were a 10-point favorite. It's dropped down to 9.5. Over-under is nearly 60, 57.5. That's high. Chiefs are coming off two weeks of rest. Browns obviously what sorry, excuse me. Uh, Browns won their uh their biggest game in 25 years. Props to them. The question here is, is what I'm thinking is what what team are we seeing from the Browns? Are you seeing a team? I'm happy to be here. 
I'm content with winning our playoff game. Um, I like that we won this playoff game and we can go home now. Or are we seeing a team that actually believes they can beat the Chiefs? If we see the first part, the Chiefs are going to win. Right, right. If we're seeing a team that's like, you know, they're content with, with, yeah. with the rest of the We did it. We did it, yeah. Which could happen. But uh, if, if, we, if we think that we got a competitive team here that can actually play the, their brand of football, the Browns could win. And you know what? Part of me, because I haven't, I haven't really dis- <laughs> been, dis- I haven't been a, an asshole about Pat Mahomes for a while, the Apostle Pat. I'm doing it. Screw it. The Brownies. Let's go Browns. I'm picking the Browns uh, to cover, right? So that's really what matters on our picks. But I'm actually picking them outright. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to come out stale, similar to how they came out last year against the Texans when Jesus Christ, the Deshaun Watson esque. Came out, put up twenty one zero on there at twenty one zero on them. He couldn't he couldn't hold pace. He ended, you know they ended up losing that game by by double digits. But uh, you see that the Chiefs came out slow, and that happened last season. I think that happens again this season. Now, if the Browns go up fourteen zero, is it impossible that the Chiefs could win the game still? Yeah, of course, because they can score at will, and they you know they have they have like legitimately a game breaker in Tyree Kill. But I'm just I'm just gonna say this is gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be close to that over under. I, I think it's gonna be a three point game. Give me the Browns, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt running all over them. There you go. I think they cover. That's really what matters here, right? Nine and a half is a lot of points. I think you can tease this down and and you and you'll yeah. win bets. I think it'll be a closer game than ten because the Chiefs have not won a game by more than one score in almost three months now. It's been a very long time. So uh, this is a pretty wild line with with all that at, at play. The other, the other part can say, well, they haven't done it. Why aren't they due to blow a team out, right? That's probably why this line's it. But give me the Browns to cover. I think they're going to win. I'm not confident, but I, uh, I, could see, I could see a pathway. Baker's played really good the last few weeks. He has not turned the ball over. I agree that this is a wild line. I think that a great bet, and I will do it, Sterling, is I will take that nine and a half line and I'll buy it up to – 11 and a half, because I don't see a way that maybe I feel like 11 points, like maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know. I just like that. That's a lot to, it's a lot to, to beat the Browns by. Uh, I think that the team that comes out is the team that believes definitely. I, I definitely think that they believe in themselves after shellacking the Steelers, a team that, you know, won their division. Um, and now they have their head coach back without their head coach, you know? So um, I think that this line is third. It's going to be, I mean, it, I mean, it's going to be a touchdown game. I feel like maybe even less. And uh, the, if there's anybody that can hold onto the ball and pound it down the chief's throat, it's, it's this team. So um, I still think that the chiefs will pull it out and win it, but damn, this line is crazy to me. So the Browns cover. Who do you think is a harder the harder opponent for the Chiefs? The Ravens or the Bills? The Bills. Okay, I agree with that. Steve, Ravens. Or yeah, Bills? Um, Ravens like or the... Bills for hard for hard for our better opponent against the Chiefs. If the Chiefs win, ooh, uh, harder opponent would be the Bills. I think they match up perfectly with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens. I think the Chiefs would blow their the Chiefs would blow their socks off. I agree with that close. too. And Benny, you're picking the Chiefs to not cover, correct? 
Yes, I'm picking the Browns to cover the Chiefs to win the game. Okay, Chiefs not cover. Okay, cool. Um, so Steve, give me give me your outlook for this game. Yeah, I got the same thing as Benny. Um, I think if the Chiefs win, I mean at best, I think they beat the the Browns by a touchdown. I don't think they're beating them by a touchdown and a field goal. So or a two touchdown game. So I already did what Benny talked about with the eleven and a half. Already teased that up. Not even teased it up. Just put it in a straight parlay with yeah. the with the Bills. Okay, uh, spread so that one's a good one and i just think the chiefs even though i feel like this is one of the teams that actually would benefit from the week off i've said this before in the podcast but i think they'll be the team that come out and look sharp um you did they say- might not in the first not maybe not in the first quarter but they're they're a team that could be losing like last game like the browns for beating the pittsburgh steelers and still have a chance to win yeah, I agree with that. They're the only team in the NFL Remember, that could do last that. Time, last time we saw the Chiefs at full strength, they should have lost the game to Atlanta, but there was a dropped interception. And Should have. Yeah, but we, we're eventually, unless unless God, you know, unless the Apostle Pat has the power of Jesus Christ at, at his disposal. I think he does. Eventually, I think he does. <laughs> some of these he things, does in that shoulder, I'll tell you that. Some of these things will go against the Chiefs. And I, I've, I've been a proponent of this for a while. I think rest is good, but I also think rest can make you rusty. Rusty rest. Um, if, you, if you get some rusty rest, uh, I think it happened with Pittsburgh. I think it happened with Pittsburgh, and I, I would not be surprised if it happens with the Chiefs. Like you said, yes, if the Chiefs go down 28-0, it's different than when Big Ben with his noodle arm went down 28-0 because you're like, yeah, there's no way that they can come back from yeah. this. Although they ended but, up coming back kind of, right? There was, yeah. a, there was a, a chance there when they punted on that fourth down, which was just stupid, where you're like, if they if they score here, we have a ball game. Um, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be as badly coached as the – <laughs> as as the Steelers were right no. so on a fourth and one they're going for it but um that's my whole that's my whole idea is they're going to come out rusty and if they come out rusty they can go down quick and if they go down quick we have a game and uh I like how sure. Baker's looked and I think Jarvis Landry has been a has been he's not at Stefan Diggs's level right but he's been around there where he's such a safety valve and he gets open regardless of the coverage and I think that that's a huge a huge thing for Baker. If Odell played in this game, uh, I know we've all we've all said you know they're better without Odell, especially me. I've led that, but I think it's it's pretty big loss because having that additional oh, yeah. person is is huge. They're um, not. I mean that that that's a myth that they're better without Odell. I think uh, statistically, that's analytics. Yeah, true, true. I guess, but because he hones um, in on Odell too much, but just I know it does. It's yeah. What well, is that Odell's fault or is it Baker's fault? Probably the scheme because yeah, Baker's more true. of a first read, first second read quarterback and. Odell, everybody. Here's a, yeah, yeah. I just don't think you can blame it on Odell unless. Oh, definitely not. It's yeah, not like especially it's not, not like, with the Browns because we haven't seen him be, be like. Yeah. That you know the crybaby Odell with the Browns. Yeah. He, he um, did a good job of managing when he wasn't ha- having good stats. You know. Yeah. Well, that was overblown. They were mad because he got he like got in a fight and then he got mad at the kicking kicking tent or whatever it was oh yeah it was over he, wasn't, the being, he yeah. wasn't he's not like he wasn't a cancer to the locker room no he wasn't all. a cancer i agree uh, so okay final game the oh, wow jurassic park battle of the dinosaurs at a 40 43 year old and a 41 year old uh qb <laughs> going at it uh the ages of these quarterbacks in the nfc is pretty spectacular as i said last podcast it's amazing yeah, that they're still doing it. we have the bucks going up against the saints the saints are three point favorites 52 over under um, of course I'm taking the bucks. I've, I've picked them to win the super bowl. I, I bet on them to win the super bowl. I actually have a parlay. My best, my 
my big, not my big, my best, my whatever, a good bet of the week for me is a Bills Bucks money line parlay. Uh, it's three to one odds. So if you think the Bills win, yeah, you, you I think the Bucks win. Uh, what can I say? I bet that. Um, here's my reasoning the Saints are 2 0 against the Bucks this year. Uh, it shows how much people don't watch or read anything to where they're like, the Saints have Kamara and Thomas. This is the the Bucks played them when they had Kamara and Thomas both times. Okay, they're one. Of the, it's not like they're getting a secret weapon back that they haven't seen before. The key to this game is if Todd Bowles. They did get blown out when they had both those guys, though. I just not in that. week one. Week one they didn't. Long time ago, when it was week one. I'm just saying I don't think the past performance is any indicator for what's going to happen this next. Are you week. talking about the preseason? no i think week 10 was a preseason it was basically the preseason week one but no i think i i don't think past performance is an indie indicator to what happens this week i think there's so many different factors at play drew Brees didn't have 12 broken ribs in the the last time they played either and uh brady wasn't bowling out like that the the big thing there's two two things at play here number one will the loss of the the left guard or the sorry the right guard on the bucks be uh be a difference maker. Will they be able to get interior pressure? Cause when Alex Kappa, no, that's it's Alex Kappa. I think his name okay. is when he went out against Washington, Washington got two sacks on the backup. They like were able to pressure. It didn't change anything with Brady. It was like more of it was coverage sacks than anything, but there is a downgrade without, without having their full line healthy. That's number one, number two. And I think this is the biggest thing for, for, for the bucks. Will Todd Bowles learn from what happened last time? Do not play soft zone against Drew Brees. You have to play up on the receivers. You have to blitz effectively. And uh, I personally think that that's going to work. I think that you've seen them twice. You know their game plan. I think I think by far the easiest team to game plan against in these playoffs that's remaining is the Saints. Maybe maybe the Rams with with uh, broken thumb golf, right? Because you really know their game plan. But the Saints, the Saints are doing the same thing. You know exactly what they're doing. They can't air the ball out. So, you know, they're going to go underneath. Do not play 10 yards off. And if you don't, and if you, if you play a press man or press zone, whatever, whatever you want, as long as you're not playing 10 yards downfield to let Drew Brees just nickel and dime you, you're going to be successful. I also don't think that this, um, Saints defense is as impressive as it has been earlier in the season. I think they've taken a step back. I know they held the bears to whatever, three points basically right that, that last touchdown you can count it counts but it's like it was nobody was trying at that point but that's the bears i think the bucks are have been the best offense in football over the last month and a half brady is just balling out and uh i'd be very very surprised if if drew Brees beats tom brady three times in a season i just i think that this is i think it's kind of uh, <laughs> i think it's a pipe dream for saints fans and uh i, I think brady's gonna be ready He's the offense is clicking and they're going to score a lot of points. Well, the saints can do it too, but I uh, give me the bucks outright. A great, a great, a great tease play. If you are doing a tease to match up with the Packers on Packers, pick them is move the bucks to plus nine. Cause I don't see a pathway in which Brady, if they do lose him losing by two scores. So that's, that's a good bet there, but I think the bucks are going to win this game. Vinny. Yeah. Um, this game is perplexing to me because good word. You usually don't use vocab like that. I like it. Yeah, Benny. I know. It's I mean, uh, not. Yeah. It's a uh, perplexing. It's perplexing. It's a toss up for me because you know, the old adage goes, it's tough to beat a good team three times. Right. And 
Uh, obviously, Saints won week one in a pretty close one. Uh, then the second time they came, they blew them out of the water, the Bucks. Um, I don't think that happens again, uh, especially playing a team a third time. Um, do I trust the Bucks? Though is the question. You know, uh, I trust I trust Tom Brady this time of year, a hundred percent. Do I trust his teammates who have not been here? Um, I don't know. So. Um, because of that, I'm going to go with, for the sake of this, I'm going to say the Saints win the game, but the Bucks cover a very slim spread. I can promise you right now that if this game's a three-point game, it's going to be the Bucks winning. You're probably right. You're probably right in that. Yeah. But you're picking Saints, no, no cover. Yeah, I'm picking Saints, no cover. You'll win the bet, I think, because if it, I think the Bucks are going to win outright. You'll, I mean, you'll win the uh, whatever you're saying, but it's like honestly, I did put Bucks plus nine in a teaser, though. I don't see the alert to why people pick against the Bucks right now. I don't understand why people are trying to doubt what they're doing, and I get, I get the saints killed them last time but that was only a few weeks after the bucks killed green bay but next week if the bucks win this game i promise steven will probably pick the packers right well when i bring that up is every week yeah it (laughs) doesn't matter the the past performances are not indicative of future performances these teams are in different spots and i i'm not i'm not just trying to shit on you for picking the saints the saints can win this game i'm not saying that there's no way that they win it i just think that using anything from the past the better, the better thing to use is what did the Bucks do last week against a defensive line like Washington, which is where the Saints have killed them in the past, their, their first two meetings, right? Brady was getting pressured up the middle. Yeah. Washington, the Tampa Bay did a phenomenal job against Washington's front, right? True. Chase Young, True. I don't think was involved at all in that game. It's like he didn't play. Um, so that's more indicative to what I think happens this game than anything that you've seen in the past. Uh, which also sucks for the defense because you saw Taylor Heineke have a fall, you know, at a, at a game that uh, one of the best games of the week. True, you should be scared about that, Sterling. Of course, I think I think that the the Bucks be worried defense, about that. I think the Bucks defense is really average. I do think getting Devin White back is important, mm-hmm. and I will say this before. Sorry, Stephen, we didn't. I didn't let you talk again. In one sec, um, the having Devin White back is huge, and. A lot of those plays by Heineke, some of those rushes, and some of those throws were him eluding pressure. Drew Brees can't move, so those won't like those. You know, those uh, back backyard football plays won't happen against the Saints because you have a quarterback that is a statue like Brady. And um, I think Devin White being back is is pretty important to being able to stop Kamara from being such a game game breaker like he's been in the past now i might be wrong and the saints can win this game but if it's a close game i fully believe the saints will the saints will lose just because that's in their dna look at the playoffs of the past five years so uh and it'd be no better no better thing than than them losing to a uh, a division rival as drew Brees exits because he too like deshaun watson is quite overrated steven let's hear your let's hear your take uh, yeah, I like, I like the Saints in this game. Uh, I mean, you said the past performance doesn't indicate much, but they didn't really have an answer for their offensive game plan before. I don't know how they're going to solve that. I think they just know how to pick apart their defense, and I think they'll do it again this week. Soft zone? They can't play soft zone. 
Yeah, I know. There, you would think that, but then they still did it the second game and then switch off of it. Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles is looked at as a head coaching candidate. A lot of people said he's deserving of interviews. I don't know if he's got any interviews, but people are like, he, he's going to get another shot in the NFL after that Jets job, where he was actually a decent head coach for the Jets. They had some good records there. He is, with all the coverage that they're giving him, saying this guy's a, a master blitz schemer. He's a great defensive mind. If he, if we, if the, the game starts in the first quarter and you see, um, <laughs> whatever any any of their cornerbacks eight yards nine yards off michael thomas in the slot i will be insanely furious i'll be live betting the the money line right away (laughs) and i I do think that they're going to adapt i would be so surprised if they if they do the same thing that led them to losing twice to this team the 38-3 score is little is that is not the true reflection brady at that end he threw three picks that's not happening again right like these types of things are not are probably not repetitive but you're right. I mean, that, they have not had a real answer for the Saints offense. I agree with that. I think this game is going to be maybe the best bets the over then, right? Because I don't think any team starting the buck or stopping the Bucks. And if you think the Saints are winning, the Saints have to score 25. So at, at the bare, so if it's 25-22 or 25-21, that's the under. But I think it's going to have to be higher scoring than that for 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 the Saints to win. So maybe that's the best bet. Just betting the over here. I don't know. I could see a shootout going on here for sure. Can Drew Brees shoot it out? That's a good question to ask. Yeah, I think he can. Is it a shootout has... if you're throwing five-yard passes? Is that a real shootout? Uh, yeah, well, maybe the shootout aspect is, you know, you swing it to Alvin Kamara and he breaks it big. I don't know. What's Drew Brees using? Is he using a – he's not using a gun. He's not shooting it out. He's using uh what is it? A, a... He's using a potato cannon to go – He's using Poof. a potato cannon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, another factor of this game, I think that you – Antonio Brown – that the last time they played, it was the, his first game on the team, right? They hadn't really unlocked him at all. Um, Gronk wasn't really being used as a blocker like he has been in the in the last couple of games. I think Gronk is uh, the reason I think Gronk's the best tight end ever is not just because he's like got the best stats ever. It's also he's legitimately an offensive lineman that can that can catch like he does, and uh, he's shown he was good. Um, <clears throat> I mean, he held he 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 bodied Chase Young a few times in that game. I don't know. I just. I'm not confident because of what the Saints did these last few games uh, against against the Bucks, but I also don't think it matters. I think it's a new game, and we're gonna see we're gonna see next week, right? If if it all goes well, if my if all my picks go right, and <laughs> I don't know if they will, but if they do, we're gonna get a rematch: Bills versus Chiefs. Chiefs killed the Bills first time they played. Game wasn't close. We're gonna see a rematch: Packers versus Bucks. Bucks decimated the Packers like that was the worst I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers look in my life I don't think either of those games matter to what we're seeing now the, that game against the Saints the Bucks um what we, was that week 10 yeah I think that was so. three months ago I mean Brady looked bad in that game the offense looked stagnant they weren't doing play action or using motion at all and then they then they opened it up after uh, that second half against the Chiefs was the turning point to where they made that Chiefs game close and uh, and that was – I think they lost three in a row. They lost three out of four or something because they went Saints, Rams, uh, Chiefs in, in three or four weeks. I think they lost three or four. That, Chief, that, that Saints game was a long time ago. Let me – what week was that? Because that seems more recent than it is, but I think – oh, my God. It literally just took me to 
Pittsburgh Pirates because I looked up the Bucks schedule. Why is the Bucks schedule taking me to the Pirates? Arm eighty. Um, that game was literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That was nine weeks ago. That was November eighth. So that was legitimately two months ago. I don't think it matters. That's all I'm saying. Now, if the Saints win, I wouldn't be surprised. But we shouldn't look at that game and be like, "Yep, they 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 know what's going to happen." Because if we if we do that, we could have done that with the Seahawks last week or with with a ton of a ton of games that are playing. There there's there's teams that have played each other, and then it really doesn't matter. All 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 shits out. There's trick plays that'll be ran in this game, right? Like if one of the teams goes down, trick plays eh, maybe random, right? The the Bears could have made it a game if they hit their trick play. You know, it's just, it's, it's all random. And so give me Brady in the playoffs. I think that this season, he, this is the best I've seen Brady play since 2007. You know what they say? Don't bet against Brady. Don't bet against Brady. You guys are both betting on the bucks, right? You guys both have bucks and teasers. So you're not you're picking against them. You ain't betting against them though. I don't think they'll lose by nine. Yeah, not yeah, betting against exactly. them. I think it's pretty amazing that they're, I understand why they're not favored but I think that they've been the best team over the last five weeks in this, in the season, them and the, them and the Packers and Ravens. Okay. Do you guys have any bet that you, do you guys have any bets that you want to talk about? Or are we good? Because I, I, I said my parlay, I got the bills bucks money line parlay three to one. So bet a hundred went 300. All right. That's pretty good. Which is uh, what I did last night when I was drunk. Just a, a straight up parlay. I guess I like, Browns plus 11 and the Bills minus three. And that's at plus uh, like 230. That's plus 230? It's, uh, 10, yeah. Wow. Uh, it's like two, it, like if you broke it down to cents, I think it's like 229, but yeah. No, $2.29. So put your, your better buck on that. Uh, no, you did, you did 10. $10. You win 10, uh, 10 would win you what, 29, 20, 20, 23, yeah. 22.99 or something. Yeah, something like that. I did. I didn't put it. Look, in you yet. probably see it than laughs. Uh, Benny, do you have anything that you like? Oh, okay, okay. Here, here we can't do one dollar bets, unfortunately. Here was my teaser going into the weekend that um, I we constructed together. I believe uh, we talked through this, and it is all four games are are involved. Okay. okay? <laughs> it's Bill. So it's a six point teaser. Okay. okay. Four legs and. That's plus 300 odds. Okay. Here's what Can we hear is. the teams. Yep. It's Bills plus three against the Ravens, right? Like it already. Yep. Packers minus one against the Rams. I like it even more. Okay. Buccaneers plus nine against the Saints. Okay. You're giving me a little, you're giving me a little wrecked. Now, Browns plus 16 against the Chiefs. Ooh. That's plus, plus 300 odds. Three to one on that bad boy. I like that better than my Bills Bucks money line parlay. <laughs> it's a, it's a nice. It's, I like it too. That one should hit. You put a hundred on that. I hope, right? I did. Yep. That's one that that's one that you're gonna have. The boogie's probably shaking his boots. I know he he's already scared. A little scared cat. Well, cool. Okay, I think we're in. I think we're in a good position. This is gonna be a fun weekend of football. I think it starts with uh it starts with the you know probably the worst game and it progressively gets better as it goes out i I think that ravens bills game is going to be great but uh i'm actually surprised i'm surprised ravens bills the primetime game over la versus aaron Rodgers. okay here do you think the refs do you think the refs do any nefarious nefarious acts this week oh okay who who do the refs want to win 
want to win. The re- here's who they want to win by team. They want the Packers. Packers. I think they want the Bills. Bill. I think they want the, they want the Chiefs yeah. definitely to win. They definitely want the Chiefs. And I, I think, think they want Bills. The I think they want Bills Chiefs. And they want they they want Bills Chiefs and they want Packers. Packers Bucks. Yeah, I think they I think they want the Packers the, Bucks, the yeah. Aaron yeah. Rodgers Tom Brady Super Bowl has a has eluded people too long because of Aaron Rodgers, not because of Tom Brady, and I think they want that in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. The NFL. That, I would agree with that, honestly. Yep. Well, listen, those would be good matchups. If the refs can can, you know, bless bless Tom Brady this week. I wouldn't even care if they screw the Saints. Screwing the Saints is, it makes me so happy. It's a yearly tradition. Yeah, they're one of the is. teams. They're they're such a terrible fan base that it's like, it makes me happy. So if that can happen again, now I won't take pride in the victory if it's a close one and the and the refs refs screw them. But I, yeah, I'm gonna use it for my personal record book. By the okay, final thing here, final thing here. They they were showing they were posting graphics uh, of Drew Brees versus Brady and like stats and they were using regular season stats to make breeze look even close. And it's, it's kind of like they were, po- it's like, who cares? Right. But the, uh, if you look at the total stats, Brady has like a hundred more touchdowns. If you include playoffs, a ton of more yards, more completions. And it's just, it's, it's out of the stratosphere. And I, I've said this to multiple people, what we're seeing from Brady never will happen again. As much as people think it will, this is never happening again. And uh, at least it, for, at least in our lifetimes. Yeah. Will football will football still be a thing by the time we die? Like legit. No, I think lingerie football is going to overtake the NFL in the next 12, 10 years. What do you think, Will? I would love that lingerie football. <laughs> yeah, lingerie football, <laughs> male lingerie football, <laughs> <Yeah>. progressive. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, no discrimination. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> co-ed lingerie league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting next few years. I uh, our lives our lives are gonna be very interesting. I just think that what we're seeing right now in Tom Brady, people, he's the best football player ever. Okay, doesn't matter about athleticism or anything. He is the greatest wow, player that's, in the sport. That's a hot take. No, it's not. But people would say it was. People would say it was. I know. I'm being sarcastic. People, people, people put like Jerry Rice or Lawrence Taylor, great players. It's not the quarterback, the yeah, most important position are... in all of sports. And uh, I, I do think that it's uh, manifest destiny. Tom Brady, you get another ring here, seven. Silence every critic ever, even if there are still. There's, there's I don't. Still out there. I don't think Nick really Wright is. out there. You got Nick. You got Nick Wright out there and Shannon Sharp that are that are on FS1 that criticize him constantly. Uh, it's just they have insane. to they have to take those stances though. Yeah, I know it's forced. Yeah, they, they criticize him currently. They they, don't, so every, every every person no, they do. on they ESPN they have to take someone that they dick ride super hard, and they have to take someone who's not as good, even though everyone agrees that the, they're good. The funniest thing about Nick Wright, right, uh, is he he loves LeBron, and I love LeBron too. He's the biggest dick rider for LeBron. Yeah, he loves LeBron, but he criticizes Brady for the same things LeBron does. And it's like, it's so hypocritical, right? My favorite two athletes are Brady and LeBron. Uh, Dirk, Dirk coming in a, a close third. Um, but I, I also, but it's like, if you're going to criticize one for the other, for the thing, the other one's doing, it's eh, yeah. kind of disingenuous. There was also one time I remember this last point here, Nick Wright, 2019, the last Patriots Super Bowl. So it was that 2018 season. Yeah. He picked every playoff game. He was wrong on all 11 playoff games. Every single one he was incorrect on. Wow. Which seems statistically impossible. That's more impressive than getting everyone right. Cause you're trying to get them right. So getting yeah. them wrong means you were just flat out wrong on everything. If yeah. you're right, you should, you should realistically, you should get one out, right. Yeah. You should get at least one game, right? I think I mean, it's statistically impossible to actually. Get could you imagine you're picking games and you're like, 
Bill. So like last week, it's Bills, Rams, or Bills, Rams, Tampa Bay, Ravens, Saints, Browns. You go zero and six. <laughs> you can't get one of those games right. There's a, you just don't. You yeah. can just pick Even if you pick three, if you pick every upset each week, you still would probably get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not this week, I don't think. Except no, not the Browns. The but, only. Um, the only one I could see is the, the oh, Bucks. Sorry, the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. the Bucks. I, I think he has now. the best chance. Yeah. I can't believe they're not favored. Okay, boys. Well, that wraps up our wild card week. And did you say something, Stephen? You want something? No, no, no. You've been cut off a ton by Benny and me today. I really don't care. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> okay, so if I, that... if I actually wanted to cut you off, I would cut you off. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, boys, another one in the book. Uh, we will see on Sunday night. I'll either be very, very happy or extremely disgruntled. One or the other. I'm, I'm uh, hoping for the latter. I'm hoping for the for for being happy. Um, for the former. <laughs> yeah, for the former. Final thing I'll say is, uh, you know, four and twelve. You're not an elite quarterback. Thank you, boys, <laughs> for uh, for coming on. Sorry, Deshaun. We'll talk later. Drew see you guys on elite. Sunday. Drew Lock.